Well, good morning and God bless you. Uh, here we are on set here taping or, well, we don't tape anymore, I guess. We record, but we're recording a new podcast. Uh, what a great day it is. I'm going to pray uh, for you and then we'll get into this morning's teaching. Lord, I thank you now uh, for increased insight, understanding. I thank you now for wisdom beyond. Oh, Lord, I thank you for the greatest anointings we've ever walked in in Jesus' mighty name. I pray protection, safety, strength uh, to every believer, every person that hears this podcast. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Well, once, once again, good morning. Uh, I'm taping this about, an, uh, I don't know, an hour and a half before you'll hear it. Uh, so you're getting this one hot off the press. But I want to get into <clears throat> some, uh, you know, important things or things I believe God's laid on my heart for these last days. Now, when you hear the last days, I'm not one of these guys that think, you know, you know oh, we're, it's doom and gloom. Today's the last day. You know, go prep, go get all No, no. Uh, I believe we're in the season, the last day season. Uh, so what that means is I believe in our generation, we, we'll, we will see the coming of the Lord. Uh, be, you know, we'll be raptured, the Bible says, uh, and I believe I'm going in the rapture, and then there'll be a seven-year period, uh, so on and so forth. I'm not teaching on that today, but I'm just saying, uh, so get ready. Begin, you know, you shouldn't be beginning to get ready. You should already have begun, and now you should be getting real hot for the Lord. Uh, so just want to encourage you that, yes, these are the end days. However, that doesn't mean that's not bad for us. Like for the, the non-saved or the non-believer, that's bad news. But for the believer, uh, that's good news. We're getting closer and closer uh, to going home to our kingdom to see our God and to see all of our family that's gone before us. So that's good news. Amen. Well, I want to start off. I, I touched a bit on this on uh, Sunday in service, but I want to kind of get into this a little deeper. And I really like these podcasts. I can take my time and kind of uh, pull apart different scriptures and really get into them. But the first one I want to go to um, is First John 4. First John 4. And the Bible says here that, um, uh, we'll start in probably 4. First John, yeah, yeah, First John uh, chapter 4, verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. I'm going to say that again. Uh, the greater one lives on the inside of us, the believer. Uh, Satan's not the greater one. The attacks we see in this world are not the greatest attacks, are greater than our God. The greater one lives on the inside of us. Now it goes on to say that uh, they are of the world, therefore they speak uh, of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He that knoweth God hears, heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Now, I really want to deal with, uh, we are in the last season, like I said, last days, but there's an end time anointing. And I, and I can show you throughout the Bible uh, where God puts on uh, or equips or places with on uh, his children, his believer, his servants, an anointing to escape in victory. Not to escape like barely make it with your life. And the word escape's really not, uh, the right word, let's say uh, exit in victory or triumph. And that's what this end time anointing, it's an, an anointing of victory. It's, it's a triumphal anointing. It's an anointing that overwhelms the enemy. You know, I, I like that word overwhelm. 
you know, I, I like watching uh, fighting MMA style, fighting boxing. And sometimes you get a superior opponent and the one that's in the ring with him is just no match. And the one that's superior just overwhelms him, meaning, and get a picture of this because this is who we are. We should be overwhelming the enemy. We should be overwhelming these end time demons. But get a picture of this. You know, you'll have an opponent and he comes in and he's prepared, he's ready, he's done all he can do. But then the superior opponent just uh, overcomes him. He, he's stronger. He's faster. He's got more stamina, and he just overwhelms this other this opponent, this other guy. He doesn't have a chance. He kind of you see it in his eyes. He just doesn't know what to do. He wasn't prepared for this, and, and that's this end time anointing that God's uh, you know placed on us or is available to us. It's just an overwhelming anointing. The enemy should be overwhelmed by the God uh, in us. So we've been talking about end-time anointings. I dealt with Ephesians, where we deal with the fivefold ministry gifts, uh, you know, the, the apostle, the prophet, the, the evangelist, the preacher, the teacher. And we've learned where those are gifts for the body to edify, to strengthen, to build up, to prepare uh, the body of Christ, the ecclesia of, of God. And I kind of am starting to exhaust that subject, not to... Uh, blow up, not to glorify or magnify these offices or the officers, but to glorify or magnify uh, the God of these officers and offices and the gift of God. So uh, these gifts are translated uh, to you, anointings. So there's a, there's anointings in these fivefold offices that, that are gifts to you, but they're anointings. The gift is the anointing. And, and in these anointings, we've been learning so like when I show up and I, or, or anybody else that, that operates in the apostle or the pastor anointing, when I show up in those two anointings, I begin to unlock something in you or, or am a gift to you within an anointing that it's impossible for you to have without that gifting showing up. And the gift on the apostle, the gift on the prophet, the gift on the evangelist, the gift, so on and so forth. Let's just look at the gift on the evangelist. So an, an uh, evangelist's heart is souls. That's what he, he eats, drinks, sleeps, thinks, uh, lives. His heartbeat is souls. He wants to get people saved. He wants to bring people to heaven. Now, now, now there's going to be miracles. There's going to be a supernatural uh, time at the altar in his ministry, because I believe that's like kind of like a dinner bell or an awakening to lost people to say, okay, there's something real or tangible here. However, that, that anointing that's on him uh, to get lost souls or, or to appeal uh, to a lost soul, uh, that anointing unlocks the door for that lost person to say, wow, something's here. There's a presence here. Uh, there's something different about this. I feel something. I sense something. I perceive something. But if you take away that evangelistic anointing or the evangelist anointing, uh, that person uh, will stay locked. So it takes that, that gift or that anointing to unlock something within the hearer of that message. And so it goes with every gift. But I want to talk to you a little bit today uh, more so on the gift that's in the body of Christ. Because we, we talk, I've talked about the gift, like I say, that's in the fivefold and how these are servants uh, to you, to the ecclesia, how you are children of God as a twice called out. I become a servant of God, a servant to you. 
And my job not is to lord over you and not to control you, uh, not to deceive you, not to rob you. No, my job is to convey God to you within my gift in such a way that it builds you up, it grows you up. So, but let's look at the, let's talk about the, 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 edif- the, the body of Christ. What gifts do you possess? What, you know, what are your gifts? What is your job? Uh, what are you empowered to do? Well, the number one anointing on your life, according to Matthew, it says uh, that uh, Jesus said to Peter, upon this rock, I'll build uh, my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. So, so you have an anointing as the body of Christ or the Greek word, the ecclesia, the meaning right fellowship and obedience to God, submitted to God, surrendered to God, to his way. You become a part of this ecclesia or this family of God. Uh, now, when you become part of this family of God, you're carrying an, an anointing by God that you become off limits to Satan. Now, he may attack. You may get outside of the, perimi- the you know, perimeter of uh, God's protection and you know, so on and so forth. However, the Bible says the gates of hell to the body of Christ uh, that is assembled, strong, working, operating, surrendered, submitted, all those things, the gates of hell shall not prevail. Now, that's the only scripture we have, so that's a special anointing. So you, you should begin to rejoice right there and say, I'm a part of the body of Christ. You know, I'm in fellowship. Uh, I'm in relationship with my God. I'm a good son, good daughter. I'm doing my best. I'm not perfect, but I'm trying. You know, thank God for his grace. However, I fall within those scriptures, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against me. I'm a part of this church, this end-time church. Now, you also have an anointing. This is a really powerful one, and you need to get a revelation of this. Now, there's not a scripture like a, you know, I can't say, hey, 1 Corinthians 2.23 says, I mean, I can say that, but it doesn't say this, but we can derive this truth from the scriptures that you were uh, out, or you were created, rather, to outlast every attack of Satan. Let's just say that. Let's get that in our heart and our spirit. Say, I was created Come on, go ahead. Say it wherever you're listening from. I was created to outlast every attack of Satan. Amen. I was created. Let's do it again. I was created to outlast every attack of Satan. That's another end time anointing. And you look throughout the entire scripture uh, when God's obedient uh, sons and daughters, as they were in obedience, God, they always outlasted the attack of Satan. Not only did they outlast it, they didn't crawl away barely with their lives. Uh, They walked out in victory. Let's go to the beginning in in Egypt. You remember the children of God were in Egypt. They were in bondage. God promised them a way out, sent them a leader uh, to bring them out of bondage. Well, as they begin to leave, the enemy put their, you know, bless them. They they arrayed them in jewels, arrayed them uh, with clothes, different things, and they left in victory. They left victoriously. But while they were in bondage, they didn't, some may have died in bondage, uh, but the body, the, the totality of that, that group, they left in victory. Come on now, I'm preaching pretty good. And they outlasted the attack of the enemy. Uh, you can see even when they get, when the enemy comes to the right set, say, hey, hold on, we put all our stuff, we blessed them, we gave them all these things. Uh, and then they come to their evil senses, or they sobered up in a sense. They chase them down, they get to the Dead Sea another attack. Well, what's God do? He opens the sea. Uh, His children go across on dry ground, not muddy, not damp, not mucky. They go across on dry ground. The enemy starts to pursue 
as God's people make it to the other end, the enemy swallowed up uh, by this uh, once dry ground, but now becomes a sea again. God always makes a way out. We, when created, are anointed uh, to outstand, outlast every attack of Satan. You just got to stay with God. You know, and that anointing to outlast the attacks of Satan, <clears throat> the only the only downfall, it's not a downfall, the, the anointing, but the problem I see is a lot of people in the middle of the storm, uh, they walk out of God or they break faith with God. They'll get to a place where they're like, all right, I'm out here, I'm pretty deep. You know, I don't see any, any end in sight. I don't see any help. So I'm just going to now uh, abandon God and do what I know to do naturally and, and save myself. No, no, no. Uh, we've dealt with this. If you've been around me, uh, you know my life, my, my entire life's theme has been uh, I'm not a quitter. Everything I do is I will not quit. I'm not going to quit. I'm not giving up. Uh, everything I do is to keep people around me uh, that are, are not going to quit. I mean, and that's what we're going to do. We're not quitting. You know, uh, and, and I wanna, I'll, I'll pause on the end time anointing. I'll insert this here for you. One of the greatest uh, blockades to quitting is to get so far away uh, from your natural ability. I mean, get so deep with God. Like if you're in between two islands, the, the first island you leave from is the island of your own ability. The island you're going towards is the island of God, the supernatural uh, ability of God, the supernatural help of God. You've got to get closer to that island uh, than you are to the present island. So when Satan tries to lie to you or when your carnal flesh rises up, uh, you look back and you say, well, I'm already too far from that previous island. You know, I, I've gone too far. I'm too deep. I'm too close to. So I'm at a point of no return. That's where you got to get. You got to get to the point of no return. I believe, and I'm still on pause, so give me a few minutes here. I believe even in Romans 4, uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, we see the, the story of, or the account of Abraham's faith, where Abraham said against hope, he believed in hope. Well, I believe that first hope was his island uh, of carnality or of the flesh or of the soul realm, uh, the, you know, the mind, the will, the emotions. But he got to a place where he got so far away from his own ability that he went from hope, his own ability, to hope, God's ability, and he obtained the promise. So, you know, you got to get out into the deep with God. you got to get far away from your own ability in order to walk in the supernatural ability of God. Amen. That's a good word. So I'll unpause. We'll get back to these end time anointings. So you have the anointing. The, the promise of God are anointed that the gates of hell should not prevail. You have the anointing, the end time anointing, uh, that I'm going to outlast every attack of Satan. And, and not only do you have these anointings, but I, I believe, and we can see it biblically, that the anointings are, are grow, or the anointings are intensified, or the anointings strengthen. As the attack of Satan gets stronger and stronger, so does the anointing get stronger, uh, bigger, and it just intensifies in strength and ability to gobble up the attacks of Satan. Now, I also want to take you into 1 Corinthians. It's a very good picture of uh, in here of the anointings or for the body of Christ. Now, these are for all of us. These are not only for the body uh, minus the fivefold uh, gifts of God or the offices of God, but these are for all of us. You know, uh, God's given us uh, gifts 
and, and for everybody, but these are specific, you know, especially I want you to get this within your spirit today, because I don't want you to think, well, the fivefold, the pastor, the apostle, the prophet, they got it going on. They got special gifts. We got nothing. We're weak little sheep. No, that's not true. Now, you, you, you know, as the ecclesia, or let's just look at it like a, a gathered unit or a, a body, uh, you are the strongest being. You're the greatest force on planet Earth. Now, the, these five folds are just leaders, instructors, and gifts to you, but they're not gifts over you. Uh, they're gifts to strengthen you so that you that the body of Christ in, in its fullness, not meaning one person singularly, but corporately, you know, like let's say as far as new way, there's a body here. So when you become a part of that body and you're operating in your giftings in that body and that body is all doing what they're called to do and surrendered, submitted to God, operating in ministry, you know, obeying God's commandments, uh, that's an unstoppable force. That body becomes an unstoppable force, not just the pastor, not, not the, the apostle, not the prophet, no, the body, you, the ecclesia. But let's look here at some end time. Well, these aren't end time, but I believe they're intensifying. And I believe if we can tap into the promises of God, these end time anointings, uh, life will get a lot easier for us. And we'll see the goodness of God like never before. So in, in 1 Corinthians, um, let's look at, oh, 12, 1 Corinthians 12, and starting in verse 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. All right, so we're looking at more gifts. We have the Fivefold gifts. Now we're looking at nine gifts. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away into these dumb idols. You're not dumb, but the idols are dumb. If you're carried away from God to something else, that idol is reduced to a dumb idol. Uh, so it, it, meaning it, it's not alive like the gods of, of small g gods of the past. They're dead. That obviously they're not supreme. Obviously they don't possess power. They're all in, in the grave. So uh, carried away of these dumb idols, even as you were uh, led. Wherefore I give unto you understanding that no man speaketh by the Spirit of God, called Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. All right. Then there are differences of administration, uh, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operation, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. So we can see here these gifts and the Holy Spirit is diverse. However, it, it's the same God. There's not uh, nine gods. There's not nine different spirits. There's just diversity of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to see how uh, he yields uh, to us uh, individual gifts, uh, how he sees fit, or uh, you could say it like this. When you find yourself in a certain circumstance in need of a certain gift, the Holy Spirit will begin to yield uh, that gift to you for success. That anointing, that uh, that gift will come by way of an anointing that you can operate within in order to yield uh, success. End time anointings, you know, you'll find them in these nine gifts. So he goes on to say, uh, for one is given, drop down to eight, for, for to one is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom, to another, the word of knowledge, by the same Spirit, to another, faith, by the same Spirit, to another, gifts of healing, or, or healings, because it's not just singular healing, it's a gift that deals with all sickness, so therefore we can say uh, healings, plural. It, it'll deal with, when the, when this, one of this gift out of the nine is an operation, no matter what 
someone's facing, what attacks, you know, um, sickness, disease, what kind of attacks against their body, it'll, it'll yield healing to them, miracle healing to them, miraculous healing to them. Uh, goes on to say here, by the same spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. Now let's look at 11 here for a second. But all these worketh one at the selfsame spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Uh, now what are these uh, gifts for? Well, it tells us in verse 7. Let's go back up to verse 7. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit. Now remember back in Ephesians, the fivefold ministry gifts, uh, we see there the gifts in Ephesians uh, were uh, to edify or to the building up of the body of Christ, to strengthen, to grow uh, the body of Christ. And then we have here uh, these gifts, that's Ephesians 4. Now we have these gifts here uh, once again uh, in verse 7, and that is for men to profit or to be strengthened or, or for victory or, or for help or for success. That's in that verse uh, 7 there in the scripture here. So uh, once again, let's look. So we have the one of these nine gifts will cover every attack or every circumstance you'll ever face. The answer is one of these nine gifts. And these are anointings. This is an anointing that comes on you. Uh, let's think about this. Acts 10.38 says how God anointed Jesus. How did he anoint him? The Bible says with the Holy Ghost. Now, when, when he received the, whole, the Holy Ghost or the anointing of the Holy Ghost, he didn't just get uh, one facet. He didn't just get, uh, he got one uh, one person. The Holy Spirit is a person just without a flesh suit. So he's a spirit. But he didn't just get one one facet of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's multifaceted. God has, he, he, the Holy Spirit is equipped uh, with everything that any believer will ever need. Multifaceted. So he now, uh, the Bible says how God, Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost who went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Now, if we amplify that scripture or begin to study, do a word study and exhaust it, we can say, that how, we can say it like this, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost. All right, so there was a special endowment of power. There was a special authority there was a special power to convey that authority. That's exousia, power, and dunamis power working together. But then who went about doing good? Now, uh, I love the word good there because the things of God are good, but we can say it uh, as an exhaustive study. We can say it like this. How Jesus went about full of God performing the supernatural miracles Operating in the full ability of God, helping people. That's a pretty good definition there. All right? Who went about doing good, helping people on behalf of God or empowered by God with God power, God ability, healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. Now, he just wasn't healing, uh, but whether it's deliverance or, or to be healed or to be set free, so on and so forth, uh, he was operating uh, by God or, or on behalf of God, full of God, to yield success to every person that came to him for help or every person he got come across that would receive and they were in need. He was equipped uh, to do that. And so are you. These nine gifts 
Uh, These are equipment. These are spiritual uh, gifts. These are the weapons of your warfare. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare, meaning the body of Christ, are are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You remember these scriptures now, 2 Corinthians uh, 10. But if you're a business person, you can tap into an end-time anointing uh, for business. If you're a stay-at-home mother, you can tap into the anointing. Will will yield you great patience, insight, give you wisdom, help, strength to deal with your children. But these end-time anointings are for uh, us corporately and us individually. But these give us supernatural ability above and beyond this world, above and beyond the attacks of this world, above and beyond what's manufactured by this world, not meaning tangible things, but by the Spirit's that are in this world. Uh, They give us supernatural success. Come on, I'm teaching uh, pretty good this morning. You ought to just go ahead and say amen to that. Wow. Uh, So these different gifts, we got the word of wisdom. So this isn't just natural wisdom. No, this is wisdom that comes by way of the mind of God or the knowing of God or, or the insight of God, the ability of God, and so on and so forth. We got knowledge. Uh, well, this is the knowledge of God. This is what God knows. Uh, you know, and, and every gift is not natural. Uh, every gift, when these gifts are in operation in the body of Christ, these anointings, these gifts, your ability, your knowledge is suspended. What you can do without the gifts is suspended for a moment in time. And one of these gifts come in and take place of what you could do without them and begin to allow you to act as if God were here completely and totally. So there, there's no way for failure when these gifts are, are, are in operation or these anointings are in operation. There's no way you can fail because it's God on the scene. Now, he doesn't stay on the scene. Like these gifts don't come on you and stay on you and you operate in these gifts the rest of your life. Uh, they come in time of need. Uh, they come as we're not ignorant. The Bible says, I don't want you ignorant concerning the gifts. So as we gain uh, natural knowledge, uh, how these gifts operate, when they operate, so on and so forth, then when we find ourselves in a certain position, uh, these gifts then can show up and yield to us this supernatural success. Come on now. We, we have an end time anointing of God. Uh, now with these end times anointings, I'm running out of time here. Uh, we also are graced. Now that word grace doesn't mean, oh, oh, now you say, oh, now we can go sin. No, 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 not, not talking about that kind of grace. I'm talking about we're graced or God places on us a supernatural ability to be graceful at our skill or at our gift or at our calling. Oh man, this is good news. Uh, th- hey, we're foolproof. We're God proof. Uh, so no matter how dark the day gets, no matter, no matter how Uh, bad things appear around us, Uh, no matter how evil presses against us, uh, we have a promise from the Almighty. We're going to not only outlast all these things, but we're going to be victorious in all these. Oh, man, glory to God. Come on, say glory to God. Shout or something. Amen. (laughs) Well, we're out of time. Uh, I hope this helps you once again. You're going to be getting this in a few minutes. I was live this morning earlier. I wanted to get this out today uh, to you. But help get these podcasts out. Help spread them around. Uh, tag people. Text people. I, I think you can even share it to other people. But man, I love you. We're in this thing together. Uh, not only are we, we in it together, we're going to win together. This is a victory anointing, an end time victory anointing 
to combat everything Satan's doing and everything thing Satan's going to try to do. Uh, we are going to operate and walk in the victory. And thank you, Lord. And we exalt your name, Lord. We exalt the name of Jesus over our life. Victory is ours. Hey, I love you. Until next week, hey, keep fighting the good fight of faith. And I'll talk to you soon. God bless you. Thank you.